Welcome into another edition of the Tommy Mac Podcast here on 1010 XL uh, podcast platform at 1010XL.com. We're on Facebook as well, and of course, simulcasting on the relevant app where live audio meets live interactive chat. Great to be here. Great to be alive. Hope you're doing well out there. Uh, it is June 22nd, 2021, uh, second day of summer. <laughs> it's funny when it gets blazing hot. I'm like, it's already summer. That's like, but it, late this year, uh, but it is getting uh, pretty, pretty, um, pretty thick out there, if you will. Uh, this is the dog days of summer. Continue on. We get ready closer and closer to the start of the NFL. Jags report July 27th. Obviously, a few weeks away. It'll go fast, fellas. Make sure you're getting your rest and getting all your workouts in, man, and have some fun too, no doubt. But once that camp hits, it's uh, it's go time for sure. All right, so breaking news in the National Football League. Carl Nassib, uh, defensive end for the Oakland Raiders, uh, comes out uh, the first active player in the NFL to come out as a homosexual Um which is it's amazing, right? I by the way, uh, there uh, uh, a defensive tackle that played with us here in Jacksonville. He came out after his career. We're going to talk about uh, Ezra Tualu as well. Um, I saw him every day. I mean, it was it, I, I never knew, um, you know, that he was gay. But he comes out after his career and says it is. But let, before I get into that, so he uh, he comes out. He's a uh, defensive end for the Raiders. Uh, been around a few teams, played for the Browns. I think he's a third-round pick. Really good athlete, this this kid. I should call him a kid, uh, although he's 6'7", 275. He's a big boy. Um, but good for him, man. That takes courage. I'm, listen, I'm for anybody breaking barriers in a positive way. As long as it's a positive way, not a negative way. You know, I don't, I don't want to hear that you're going to burn the flag on the freaking podium if you win in the Olympics. That That's not a positive way. That's a very negative way, in my opinion. So... That's all I'm going to give you on that. But I think Carl, what he's doing, and by the way, he also donated $100,000 to the Trevor Project, which is a suicide prevention platform for the LGBTQ youth community. Great. Not just doing, you know, coming out himself and just saying it. Now he's helping as well. Look, man, love yourself. That's all I'm going to say. Love yourself. You're a good person. Love yourself. I know it's easier said than done, but I'm glad he's doing it. I'm glad he's doing it. Look, let's be honest. He's not the first homosexual to play in the professional sports. There's been hundreds, thousands, who knows how many. I know there, I know, I shouldn't say, I know for sure one because at least who I played with, uh, because Ezra Tuolo came out. After he was done playing, a 10-year vet, played defensive tackle, very good player, played in the rotation. Uh, he was a uh, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good interior defensive lineman. He and I, and well, he was with our group, if you will, all the single guys, he'd come out all the time. He'd have women all over. He's a good-looking guy. He would have women all over him, and he, was, he would chat him up and blah, blah, blah. I just figured, you know, excuse me, he was – Going home with one of them or doing something. I don't know. I didn't really care. It didn't even didn't even come to my mind. I didn't even think about it. He even put out a a album. He did this crooner, and it was pretty good. I remember I'm like, man, that's pretty cool, man, that you did that. Anyway, he comes out after, and I was just like, wow, I never, I never really knew. Called call my buddies. I'm like, did you know Ezra? And they're like, no, 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 no. It's like, anyway, the only thing that I'll say about Ezra, he came out after and he did say. You know, he felt threatened in the locker. I mean, he didn't feel threatened when he was out with us. 
I don't remember him feeling threatened in the locker. But you know, he says that that happened. Maybe it did. I mean, it's got its acceptance now, right? I mean, for everybody. I mean, can't we? As long as it's peaceful and good and positive, you know. But I commend Carl Nassib for doing it, man. Way to, way to, way to, you know, way to believe in yourself. Way to, way to be yourself. I, I applaud it. I really do. I think it's fantastic. And look, if you want to check out the Trevor Project, please do. I help out the uh, Firewatch here in town, a suicide prevention platform for veterans. So look, man, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. No one, no one should get to that point. Nobody. That's sad. I don't care what the situation. It's very, very sad. All right, we'll move on from that. Uh, Check this out. The NFL and the NFLPA come up with guidelines for COVID-19 for 2021 for the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated players. Um, I'm I'm getting a little loud. I know it's it's kind of bothering me. And and I'll tell you why. So some of it, it's cool. Like who? Whatever, whatever. But here's the deal. So if you're vaccinated, or let's start with the non-vaccinated. If you're non vaccinated here's the deal you're going to get tested daily no problem who cares uh wear a mask again you've been wearing a mask is it really that big of a deal to wear a mask uh self-quarantine following exposure you're, you're gonna have to do that anyway i'm assuming the guys i don't know they're saying no but what if now you're hearing reports that people are getting covid after the vaccine so whether that's true or not i don't know it is true Four thousand almost and it's a small sample but it's happening, I guess. Uh, travel restrictions, they go back to 2020, not for the not for the vaccinated. They're good. They can do whatever they want. can only have 15 people in the weight room when you're non-vaccinated. So does that mean all the non-vaccinated guys work out at the same time? Okay, do they, they wear a mask? Make them wear a mask. I don't, they will wear a mask. That was already in there. Uh, you can't eat with your teammates. Whatever. I could live with that. And I'm not saying that I'm against the vaccination. I'm just making, and we're going to get into it because it's, 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 it's bothering me a little bit. Now, check this out. If you're non-vaccinated, you will have no social media marketing or promotion opportunities during the year if you're unvaccinated. Now, how does that make sense? Really? Why? Why? Is that a punishment? That's what it feels like. No steam or sauna. <laughs> I guess there's scientific evidence that it hangs around in a sauna or steam or mist or something, right? I don't know. <clears throat> I guess it does. If you're vaccinated, hey, enjoy the sauna all you want. That's good Good for you. Uh, you cannot go to a restaurant on the road. You got to eat in a hotel. Um, and you cannot interact with non-team members. But you can interact with your team members. You're wearing a mask, so the mask works. Okay, fine. By the way, can we go back? Congrats to John Rahm for winning the U.S. Open. And the way he did it was phenomenal. But having that tournament taken away from him because he, what, he got exposed to COVID? I think he might have tested positive for I can't. I can't remember. He's in the lead, six-shot lead. You can't put a mask on him and tell people to stay away? You're outside? You know what I mean? Like, can we not use common sense? It's got to be all the way. You're getting no social media marketing or promotional opportunities if you don't get vaccinated. Does that even make sense? What is this, a dictatorship? I don't get it. You know, and then these guys that that come out against it, they're getting ridiculed about it. Cole Beasley and others. Maybe they don't believe in it. Maybe they don't. Maybe they say, well, why can't I just wear a mask? The mask, you've you've been slamming it down our throats at the mask work. Why can't I just wear the mask if I don't get vaccinated? 
It's this is this is there's something weird about this. I don't I, I'm not digging it, and I don't know if it's totally past. This is what they're presenting. I think I don't know if this is a mandate yet, but wow, wow, that's tell me that tell me they're not forcing these guys to get vaccinated. Maybe not directly, but indirectly they are. I'm totally against that. I'm totally against that. Wear wear the damn mask, test them daily, whatever the case may be. Social distance, whatever. Give me a break. And that, by the way, then you could take it off while you're playing. Although spit, sweat, blood gets changed, exchanged back and forth all game long. Not inside, it doesn't. There's none of that. That doesn't go that way. But on the field, but you're gonna. Yeah, it's a mess. I just don't like it. I don't like it. Let's get into some freaking football, shall we? I know dog days of summer. I didn't make this stuff up. I didn't. Got me going after I did a little uh, reading today. So we'll calm it down. All right, offensive line, of course. Um, we've got the starting five here in Jacksonville. This is their third or fourth year together. Very good against the run, right? Uh, very good. They, they open holes. They make, make things happen. Only average, if not below average, in the pass protection and really only on critical situations. So here's the question. You've got Walker Little coming in. So here's funny. It's like some people are like, nah, he'll never crack the starting lineup. The coaches say he's more prepared than any any left tackle prospect they've had in, I don't know, a long, long time. Like he's ready. So I think you better hold your horses there thinking that he doesn't have a chance to crack the starting lineup. I believe he does, especially if he performs when the pads come on. Trust me. When they go one-on-one, when they go team and he's shutting down, the guy across from him, if he does, or you know, making you know pretty good progress with that, he's gonna crack the lineup. The question is, does the franchise tag affect Cam Robinson being the starter? And can the bottom three push starters? This is great competition. I like it. Throwing Will Richardson Junior. Uh, been around a few years. Big kid. He gets. He's their swing tackle right now. Ben Barch, the fourth round pick out of a small school in Minnesota a year ago. He's. I told you I saw him. I saw him a little while ago. He looked great, great shape, big. Will he make a push? Going to be interesting. That offensive line. I'm telling you, we're all going to be looking at Trevor and Etn and all the weapons and and the new guys on defense and and the, and all of that. The secondary revamped everything. But that offensive line is the key. It's the key to most teams, if not all. I'm going to throw in the D line too. You got to have that foundation. Without that foundation, you're not going to have anything. Okay, a running back's only as good as his offensive line. Linebackers only as as good, especially on the inside, as their defensive line. They're critical. There's no doubt about it. And I know Urban Myers made that a priority this year to really revamp that. Look at Kansas City and all they have. What did they do this offseason? They revamped that old line. It's got to be done. And uh, hopefully, you know, look, if the five stick – and they're the best, and nobody breaks it, I'm cool with it, right? We're good, just as long as they hold up in those critical moments. That's the key. We have to see that, no doubt about it. I'm going to say the franchise tag does not affect Cam being the starter, meaning that I don't think that even comes into play. I don't think so. Now, I could be wrong if they say, well, Walker and him are the same. He's tagged. He's not. Okay, maybe in that scenario. But I think one of them is going to be better than the other, clearly. And then we'll make that decision uh, from there. I'm going to wrap it up with I was thinking about all these playmakers, you know, that the Jags have now on their team. Who's number one in your book? You know, is it is it the guys that have been here? You know, the Robinsons, the Charks, uh, Chenault. Is it the new guys, Etn, Marvin Jones Jr., maybe Jalen Cam? I mean, he's kind of a long shot. 
Colin Johnson, who seems to be, I don't know, I hope he has a good camp. I really like that kid. He seems to be, you don't hear much. You know, when you don't hear about guys, there's something going on. He's either injured or he's not making progress. I think he's still got a lot of talent. I hope he gets a chance to showcase that talent in camp. Um, but you, you know, Philip Dorsett's being, you know, making waves. Of course, they just brought in uh, Laquan Treadwell, who big and fast with great hands. We'll see. It's gonna be great competition. I tell you one thing about the the uh, Urban Meyer and the impact. The competition going into camp is pretty outstanding. Uh, if you think about it, I mean, I just went over the old line. You're looking at who's gonna be the the fourth guy in the receivers. Who's it gonna be? You know, you got the top three, but we need more than that. You know, and then you look at the – you throw an ETN. Where Who's going to be the number one playmaker on this team? Aside from the quarterback whipping it around. Going to be fun. I hope Chark gets back to his, you know, his rookie year, the way he really stood out. I think he will with a QB that's going to throw it down the field and not be afraid to. You know, I, I think he's got a chance. But I'm, I'm, I'm going with ETN. I think ETN's a game-breaker. And I think they're going to use him a lot of different ways. And uh, I'm looking forward to that kid. All I hear about him is he's like those old Mazda commercials, zoom, zoom. You know, zoom, zoom. That's what he is. And then bye-bye. Smell you later. Nothing like having that speed on offense. We had it with Freddie T. We had it with Jimmy. Uh, Tavian Banks, when he was obviously didn't stay long because he got hurt. But we had it, and you got to have it. You got to have that kind of speed that can take the breath out of somebody, that can just blow it off the top and, and turn the game, flip it like a pancake. You could be down by three scores, two scores, and someone takes it to the house from 90 out. Guess what? You're, well, maybe not three scores flipping it like a pancake, but two. At least you're chipping away at it. It does give you a shot in the arm. And uh, it's going to be an exciting time. I know out there it's more than just Jag fans. And, look, we'll take a look around the NFL uh, as we get uh, you know closer to uh, the season, I look. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the Jags. First, I'm very loyal to the team that gave me the opportunity. But I do like other football teams, and I like organizations more than teams, if you will. And I like teams more than players, if you will, if that makes sense. Although I I like players too. Any of that makes sense? I hope it does. We'll make sense as we get closer to the NFL season. I can't wait. I can't wait. The, my personal workouts have been getting better and more intense. It happens every year. It's just weird. I just that extra push as we get towards training camp. Hope we, you all have a great day out there. Uh, hey, believe, create, hustle, and never give up is what I say. I'm headed over to Buzz TV to film the horse's mouth. Again, brought to you by the uh, the Firewatch. Great organization helping our veterans and uh, suicide prevention. A great. Great platform. You can become a watchstander if you so choose. Just go to thefirewatch.org. All right, till next time, that'll do it for us right here on the Tommy Mac Podcast on 1010XL, on Facebook, of course, and on the relevant app where live audio meets live interactive chat. Have a great day, everybody.